Well, g'day, legends of the airways. Thank you very much for tuning in to yet another Mates Talking About Stuff with myself, Harley Breen, and the wonderful Nikki Britton. Oh, hi, cutie pie. It is me, Nikki Britton. How's it going up there? Oh, just um, just, just gently slipping into my warm bath of insanity every yeah. day. But look, do you know what? The mental health of this entire city of Sydney mm. is so dependent on the weather. <laughs> oh, That's I bet. all we're here for. That's yeah. really. And um and so luckily we've had a few absolutely glorious days. So everyone's like, we're gonna get through, guys. This is gonna be okay, right? The jasmine's flowering, everyone springs on the air, everyone's like, hope, hope, we've got a we've got a ma- roadmap out now. Um next week is gonna be raining. So check in then. <laughs> yeah, well it's a, it's a similar scenario <laughs> down here. We've had some cracking weather yeah. in Melbourne and in other other sorts of times you would say say maybe a little bit too hot for this time of the year, a little bit concerning Absolutely. what's going on, Absolutely. but you're like, I'll take a win when I can get it. Yeah, you just play off the the global catastrophes against each other at this yeah. point, don't you? And yeah, that's like, right. Oh, well, one's given me a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> that whole global warming thing is really making this pandemic livable. Oh, yeah, yeah. really tolerable. But we're about to descend back into winter. It's uh, uh. I've lived down here in Victoria now for almost 20 years. Yes. And uh, September is my most loathed month. Really? Be- yes, because you come out of winter mm. uh, and you, you hit in spring and it it always does this. I don't know, what, the weather's having a little chat with itself just mm. to do this. It, it give you a little bit of spring, sure. cracking days, sure. beautiful, still, uh, dry weather, lovely. And then it goes, oh, no, we forgot there's another mother win- winter. There's another month, another mother winter. Uh, mm. it's so you, be- don't, you don't like this fickle September bullshit? No. Hate it. No. Get out. Well, you know, I've got Queensland in my veins, yeah. and up there you wake up to the weather, and that's what it will be for the next four months. It won't change. Yeah. That's it. That's so this true. is what you get. You yeah. need dependable. You yes. need dependable weather. I get it. Yeah. Um. Well, and okay, it sounds like the weather's been affecting you, but how are you? Are you are you okay, matey? No, I'm not. Okay. And listen, I I think it's always important to be honest about your mental health, mm. and, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and go, no, I'm fine. In fact, uh, inspired by a, a, a post from the wonderful Reese Nicholson, mm. who put out on a, on Are You Okay Day, if you're okay, you're a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Which I think is, I, I was like, yeah, that's right. I think a lot of people are doing it really tough. Mm. Uh, I'm certainly doing it uh, quite tough because, um, you know, my job has become my identity. Mm. And so it's it's very difficult when you don't go get to go and do any kind of work. Uh, it's hard. But when the, the job is actually you, yeah, uh, you start to sort of lose who you are. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because it's it's us, it's our income, but it's also our thoughts, mm. our community. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I'm really sorry to hear that, mate. Is there anything I can possibly do to help out? No, oh, you know, send us some of the Pfizer you guys got. Like, <laughs> well, like, I'm not sure I can make those. Decisions. I couldn't even nah. get the Pfizer that apparently we got. I, could, yeah, I was begging. I was out on the streets like, yeah, no, nah, give us a shot, mate. Stick a needle in my arm. And I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I'm all AstraZeneca'd. Oh, well, good on you. Congratulations. You did get Pfizer, didn't you, Breen? Yeah, yeah, I'll be full vaxxed <laughs> on Monday. Well, that's good. Well, I got Pfizer because I'm old. Yeah. 
I'm 41. And thank you very much for asking what you can do. I, I'm, I'm fortunate to have people in my life I can talk to. You you included. This is this has definitely been a help to my mental health coming in on Mondays and Fridays to talk absolute nonsense. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm uh, so and glad. Good. And we and you know, sometimes we're very flippant and light with topics. We certainly never mean to be insensitive. It no. is though that we we've talked to you guys, we hear from you, and you've said that this is half an hour of lightness twice a week in in your life. And we will and we, we are will get so thrilled about that. <laughs> we absolutely are. And we will get back to buttholes, but just before we do, um, Nikki Britton, how are mm. you doing? Oh, are you mate, okay? I am I am at this very moment in time, I'm okay. Okay. Um later on, I might think about how I have been for so many bushwalks and accidentally stepped on ants and how those ants have families and then maybe how I've ruined someone's family by going for a walk and I thought that was good for my mental health but now I've ruined families across the ground. Um, so, you know, that is... <laughs> that's, that's that's normal. That's pandemic mental health. Right that's now normal. I'm I'm looking at you and I'm very happy. I Though I was... Um, Watching Mirror Mirror last night. Oh, what's this? It's this documentary series t- from Todd Sampson. It was on Channel 10 the last two oh, nights. Yeah. Um, Mirror Mirror. That's how I had to do the voiceover <laughs> for it. So it was very serious. You know it's serious. Yes. When mirror, they get mirror. you to Mirror Mirror. Um, and it was all about, oh, uh, body image, um, cosmetic surgery, uh-huh. it's social media, and basically the way that we interpret self-worth and self-esteem through the image of ourselves, uh, body, face, age, everything. And, oh, my sweet Lord, as someone who has suffered a whole lot with eating disorders and mental health issues throughout time, well, and I I should say I'm much better now, um, it really, and, and it is in fact Eating Disorder Awareness Week this week. Oh, did not know. Yeah. So it was really in many ways confronting and heartbreaking and in many ways made me go, oh, it really, 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 really doesn't matter. And I can promise you from being at the bottom of that barrel to coming out now and being like, hey, we're all in this together, mates. And having lived in a body that was a size 2 and a size 18 and everything in between, I've – your your happiness does not exist in a thinner body or a tighter face or a more muscular physique. It's – it's um Thank God. Right? Mate, I watched Chris Hemsworth's workout and I was like, you look like that and you still have to do that? I'm not right? doing it. It's a I'm lot not doing of it. Work. I it's thought a lot of I work. thought you just got to that point and then you, that was it. And then you yeah, just lock this in. Just it lock it in. Flat out. I was like, nah, it's mate. It's a lot of work. Would you get surgery? Would you oh, would you Do you know oh, it's a good it's a good question. I have a very busy face. <laughs> So I feel like if we've all I got stuff put... going on, mate. <laughs> she's she's busy. I mean, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, what's going on? My face. She's been at work for hours. <laughs> right, already working. Already, she's already yeah. working. Um, I I look. We we work in the media. I guess I yeah. can never say never. But I'm someone who doesn't actually even have her ears pierced because oh. <laughs> way back in the day when I was getting over all of my little body stuff, I realised, oh my god, why would I ever force a needle through my own flesh to pretend to be 
more attractive to someone. Like, does that make me happy? No. So yeah. am I going to do it? No. But look, I'm very lucky that I went through a big old mental breakdown very young. That's good. So I've good. just processed a lot of it, you know? I pierced so, my own ear on the back of the school bus. Oh, yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did that go? Yeah, it was good. I got in trouble, but uh, yeah, I was thirteen on the way to uh, an orchestra recital. <laughs> I played the trombone. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. I had that a cummerbund on. Time. I had a cummerbund and a bow tie, and I, and I a cummerbund and a bow tie. And uh, from what I imagine of your upbringing, you were like on your way from church to the orchestra recital. Well, there was there was a heavy church presence. There was a lot of church going on. I was with the uh, with the high school um, Bundaberg State High represent, and uh, Bundy. we'd gone for a drive to Brisbane to yeah. play in some sort of uh, a Stedford-style thing. Um, and then we're on our way back and I had a piercing stud in my pocket and I just pushed it through my earlobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you did that so you would be more attractive to the patriarchy. That's what you're saying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. There was a whole group of actual <laughs> grade 12 boys all standing around going, are you going to do it? You're going to do it? And oh, I did it. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. That's that bloody toxic masculinity. They yeah. were talking about that in this special as well. Look, I bring all of this up to say, my sweet little baby beans, you are so <laughs> perfect. Literally anything that is going through your head, right? oh, yeah, but I'd be perfect if, oh, yeah, but I'll be happier when, oh, I just want to go to the beach until I get fucked. This is your official permission to let yourself off the fucking hook. Yes. You're beautiful, you're sexy, you deserve all the joy, all the pleasure that your human body can muster. You deserve love, you deserve for other people to enjoy your body by consent, if that's what you choose. You're fucking perfect and everything else is bullshit. Yeah, I'd get my butthole bleached. Would, yeah, but that's because you like a bit of business around there, though, don't you? I do. Any chance to bring I'd up get, your butthole. I get all the air lasered and bleached so I'm ready for summer. <laughs> well, Nikki Britton, um, you you may remember uh, that uh, very early on in the piece of this mate's talking about stuff, mm. um, the the subject of, of the wonderful duo act, the glitterati that is uh, comedy. <laughs> He's doing something very weird on the screen in Australia, known as the Umbilical Brothers. Yes. You mistaken for puppetry of the penis. The Umbilical Brothers are coming, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, they're not folding up their penises, are they? No. They're making, no. They're Umbilical making Brothers the sound do not of... fold up their penises. Yeah, no. That would be puppetry of the penis. Uh, it's, look, it's just two white guys on a stage. Sometimes I get confused. <laughs> Lano and Woodley are slapstick. Oh, Lano, Lano and Woodley fold up their penises. No. Is that, I mean, oh they might God. They might do. Look, <laughs> umbilical, penis, it was yeah. all just fleshy tubes in, well, my, in my mind, just in that moment in my mind. He's <laughs> <laughs> just fashioned his penis into the thinker, it looks like. Well, it's just the, 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 the many <laughs> We always give a right of reply. David Collins. From the Umbilical yes. Brothers joins us on Mates Talking About Stuff <laughs> as he holds up different props in I front really of his penis. I really don't mind. I mean, who would mind being confused with the puppetry of the penis guys? They're, they're, all, they're known for having incredibly large penises that can do just about anything yeah. and yeah. can make all of the hen's nights happy. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It is true. Um, obviously, you would have made great sound effects as you, you know, wrapped your penis into a... There, there yeah, well, actually, yeah. mine would have been. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've got to tell you, Nikki, the best part of that show 
they really should do a show because I've um, been, we've been on after them at the Edinburgh Festival once and see there and they, so the, the audience is there and they always, they turn around to do, to get themselves ready for the bit and then they, they're ready and then they turn back. And He just made the part, hamburger then. Yeah, I, I did. That's exactly what I did. I saw how you were holding. I like that hamburger. It's exactly. Okay, now what am I adding to the hamburger? It's oh. onion. It's oh, right. I was going to say pickles. I was going to say pickles. Yeah, well, they're very close. Very close. But that, what to see the and the concentration and the the meticulousness and the scientific structure that goes on this way away from the audience is far it's a much better show than what they mm. see and the they're wearing product. superhero capes which is just yeah. and yeah. you know what i found amazing once <laughs> they <a> do <laughs> friendy said to me uh, that they don't swear uh, on stage, you, the, the, to make you it a family friendly show. Well, there's no swearing, and I said, "Oh, really? You don't swear?" He goes, "Yeah, mate. We're playing with our dicks. You can't also be swearing. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose one or the other." <laughs> That's very fair. That is fair. And actually, we look kind of the same. Uh, sure. Simon and Molly and I That's look what... a little similar. We got similar kind of hair, and yeah. Uh, That's what I yeah, heard that no, you actually it's... auditioned for Puppetry of the Penis, but they said. Yeah. Actually, my too, my penis is a functioning too penis, much. so I, I couldn't yeah. do the show. Yeah. Too, too big, yeah. yeah. It's too you know big. they've they've lost it's too one glorious. of them. Ha, one of them has lost I, <laughs> feeling, and the other one has lost function. Uh, I think I think yeah. maybe they had to stop for a while, and now they. <laughs> and now they work again. I think. I think. Wow. Uh, I, I well. I only. Um. We bring this up just to, just to say, David. You. You are. I. I didn't confuse you. I was just making a joke. I promise. I think I you're extraordinary. Okay. Great. Uh, great. Uh, I don't. Either way, I really don't care. Okay. I really. I, I really couldn't give two rats. I, <laughs> now tell me if this is. I don't know if this is a fever dream I had or not. But I mean, I've I've seen you many times, and you just you're just solid. I I I I say you're like a, you're like a B you're like a B something whatever twelve bomber. Like as far as a comedian goes, you're just fucking solid. You just I'm a I'm a light aircraft in heavy wind. Like a, I can be very great, and I can be you know have a quote. I I have been referred to as a machine gun comedian before. <laughs> machine gun. Yeah. So has the puppetry of the pit. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> Um, but did I see you, apart from your stand-up, I got this memory of you doing a kid's show with yes. Heath. Heath was that, that was yeah. and, That's correct. And I will tell you the exact, I don't know why, but I've, the uh, pixie hair comedian from New Zealand, coloured pixie. Um, uh, Cal Wilson. Cal. Cal yeah. Wilson. I remember her being there. My kids were too old. I was actually, I was felt a bit weird because I was just there just to see you guys do a kids show. <laughs> I think I was actually doing my own kids show at the same festival. I'd written a show. At the Adelaide Fringe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, was, I, was doing, I was doing a kids show, so I was kind of checking out the competition. Mm. And, um, and, and it was just fantastic. But what I remember is Cal Wilson bringing her kid and you, so that's the same sound that yes. the penises make when they think, but it's also the same sound um, you made uh, balloon animals. A balloon animals. Balloon animals. Before, Correct. Before the show. Yes. And Cal Wilson's kid didn't get a, a balloon thing, and so Cal Wilson's kid cried the entire Great. show. Was That happened. 
I know that him. Happened? Digby. Digby. <laughs> no, Digby, yes. that's right. Digby. Wait, that, yes. that, performing for children is, we've all done it, uh, the three of us chatting mm. now. Yes. And it is. Yeah, I they made a TV are, it's, show. Yeah. It's fierce. It's absolutely mm. yeah. fierce because mm. if they don't like you, they will say it out loud to your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like um, the Scottish. Yeah, and we. <laughs> They they exactly are children in the Scottish. Yeah, they're very they're like close a late region. live. They are like a late live crowd at at two in the morning. Is yeah. a kids crowd. Yeah. Yes. And I think you know people say, oh, I'm terrified. How could you possibly do stand up comedy? Oh, terrifying. Not nearly as terrifying as looking out to seventy kids. <laughs> Oh man! I think if you I, haven't I done that, you're love. not a comedian. You're yeah. not a performer. You're, yeah. you're, you don't know nothing. But you're I, I love jack that. I love that. that like brutal, clear information of just when a kid, you know, because adults will laugh and they'll laugh because there's other adults laughing and they'll laugh because the person they bought on the date to the show is laughing yeah. and so they'll laugh yeah. to support them. And, yeah, and yeah. but kids will just kids don't give a shit. They'll just look at well, you yeah. and be like, do better. We'd come bounding in in our show, right? It was called Captain Fun Pants and the Mystery of the Funomatic Fun Wand. And we'd come bounding like all the Fs. Worked a butt into that style. Pirate No Beard was my best first mate, and he would be there entertaining the children before Captain Fun Pants can come out. And then he'd introduce Captain Fun Pants, and I'd come jumping out with my jumper on as a pair of pants. (laughs) And it was all very exciting and light and colour and noise and all of this. And we're like, welcome on board the good ship crazy, right? Very hard words to say quickly and and one day we came bounding out into this tent it's about 43 degrees in Adelaide children are melting into the floor and I'm already yeah. sweating and I've got 50 minutes of show ahead of me I'm like welcome yeah. on to the good ship crazy and one kid goes it's not a ship it's a tent and I'm like come on mate suspension of disbelief what is it that is a tent you suck <laughs> And how many jokes did you do just for the adults? Like, like as far all I know is about kids is they don't want to be treated like kids. They just want to be treated totally. like hu- yes. humans, just adults. Totally. So as soon as you kind of come down and start, to, yeah, hello, how are you? They they don't like that at all. Totally. But I, I did my show for my, I, I start. I wrote my show for the. Um, uh, the Sydney uh, Theatre Company asked me to to write a show in eight days. Oh. On the eighth day, on the eighth day, Kate Blanchett came and brought oh. her kids to see it. Oh. So it's actually like so seven days oh, it took, took me to, to make it. Oh man! But but <gasps> nothing like a deadline. Nothing. You yeah, know, that uh, is true. We've in, uh, well, we've been going for thirty years and we haven't done anything without a deadline. Our manager knows he, if it's not there, it's not never going to happen. Um, so seven days, we made the show, she came in, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, that, that was so that was at the Sydney Theatre Company. I still had kids going, you know, and I was doing this, oh, this wizard character, and he's going, yeah, you're not a real wizard, you know. Yeah. I'd have stuff and go, careful or uh, I'll turn you into an annoying toad. Oh, somebody beat me to the punch. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, I love doing that at the Sydney Theatre Company, putting, putting shit on kids at the Sydney Theatre yeah, Company. Yeah, nice. Mm. I oh. did a kids show in an elevator at the Art Centre in Melbourne. Uh, that was written <gasps> by Scotty Brennan and Edwina Lunn. Uh, and the, the the show would happen uh, as the doors opened. Doors open, yeah, I love the, those The audience shows. Yeah, was yeah. in the elevator and we were outside yeah, yeah. it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 
and that environment, you've now got kids that are in that they're <laughs> you're trying to contain them in an elevator and, and yeah. create this story, you know, and running around and just and then losing kids on one floor that's not even meant to be accessed by the general public, just absolute <laughs> chaos. That is I think one of my favorite. Still stuck there. So uh, that's one of my favorite shows I've ever seen at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which is the yeah, it was the elevator show. Yes, uh, inside the town hall. Well, and, and uh, that was a that show was adapted for children because the one at the town hall I, I was in so, as well. So and, tell me, did you have the you must have had the ape and the and the banana. Yes, we had the. I was oh, the ape. That is. Uh, uh, so, oh, I, when banana. I tell I tell this story a lot. <laughs> which one came came first? Did the ape come? Did the did the guy with the banana come in worried or the ape? Yeah, the, the guy with the worried guy with the banana comes in. No, worried, so we had two apes away, and then for the, the kids ape- show. The ape would go in, and then another yeah. ape would run past <laughs> trying to find his banana. <laughs> Have you seen oh, the banana? Okay. And the kids would just lose their mind. And this elevator actually, when it went to one floor, it was the um, it was the loading dock. The back door would open, so the kids oh. were all sitting waiting for this door oh, open. Oh. The other one had opened, oh, and I had sprinted nice. down, and I was inside a cardboard car, uh, dressed as a monkey, just oh, <laughs> and kids oh, screaming God. and freaking out, and there's kids with autism going, "It's too much." <laughs> <laughs> you should have had just a, like a, a, a fork truck or a car just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, look, I know we're all in lockdown. We're not making any plans to go mm. out and to do anything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is there a deadline for the Umbilical Brothers at the moment? Is there a... <laughs> Is there something? Kill ourselves? Is there What's something? Well, oh, I mean, is there a plan of anything? Are you planning to kill yourself? Are you planning for a new show? Yes. Well, right now a- we are we are we were, we're doing a Zoom meeting. Shane lives in. We live in different states. We've lived. We've kind of always lived in different states, which is probably why we're we've been together for thirty years. <laughs> um, we're having a Zoom meeting at midday every day, and we're putting together a uh, like a we want to do a corporate Zoom show because right. we don't know how long this is going to go for and yeah. we just I just I just like to if I don't go through a day and create I would rather be dead mm. uh mm. even that's just two lines written you know whatever whatever I just have to do something and of course apparently my family I say I'm a bit of a dickhead if I don't create <laughs> they can tell oh. um and just uh, well actually a lot of a dickhead if I don't create just a little bit of a dickhead if I don't <laughs> if I um if I do yes. uh so we're just we're putting together we're trying to put together a corporate Zoom, so it you know it has you know um, you know out of frame gags and oh and, good and Great. gags you know so he's there he's he's over there next to me in Canberra so I go like that but in Canberra he'll go like this so, oh, so we yeah. can um, hands in frames like pulling that. things fun. that is fun yeah it's a little bit of fun it's a little bit uh, but it's it's just a little bit of fluff at the moment so we're just uh, it's just something it's just I don't know if anything will come from it but it's just Something to do. Totally, something to do. I'm actually a bit sick of talking about it, talking about COVID. I'm a bit sick of, yeah. I mean, my my, uh, the, I had a, I was doing a solo show. I booked myself in for my uh, solo show for the Fringe Festival that was meant to start, you know, tonight. I think so. It's, it's what it's, Fringe? It's not great. Uh, Sydney Fringe. Uh, Sydney Comedy Fringe. Yeah, right. Where I once saw Nikki Britton fucking slay it. I have only. A number of my, times in my life, and honestly, most of the time it has been at the Factory Theatre, uh, <laughs> seeing shows where I am 
aching from laughing so much. And oh. then I I poured a shite load of people to you towards your show. Huge. Not that you probably needed it, Nikki. Oh, uh, but, I, uh, oh I, my God, it was fabulous. You, Thank you so much. Thank I wish we could put this whole episode out as a video because yeah. your physicality is so enthralling. You're so visual. Yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, both, uh, both Nikki and I have just at one stage, we're just looking at you. We're just, just sitting here going. I kind of forgot it was a pot. I do that. I'm sorry. No, no, but, but your background, your background looks very um, sophisticated and adult. It's a, it's a very I read large books. bookshelf. <laughs> it's a, it's a, well, it's a, it's it doesn't. A, such a, when you start talking, it doesn't appear that you do background. read books, right? Like it's <laughs> you're unhinged. It's like a, you know the, the monkey has literally been let out. <laughs> there's just nowhere else I can do it. I turn that way, and there's uh, oh God, oh, it's too bright. That's gorgeous. No. Yeah. And I turn that way. Little it's outdoor kind of area. Oh, living that's room. nice. I found that TV context. in a bin. I oh. found that TV in a bin. Oh, that's worked out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's what that's he says. Kind of a metaphor for all of our careers at the moment, isn't it? I mean, it's in the bin, or we're just kind of trying to fish something out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, David! Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure. I, was, I'm, 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 I think both of you are legends. I would. I'm, oh, this is very lovely. exciting for me. Oh, oh good on you, David. It's a loving. We're gonna. We'll turn the bikes off and then just keep giving each other compliments. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> hey, good luck. This is great stuff. Well done on this. This is fab. You're doing and you're working. Oh, yeah. Lucky things. Yeah. It's, it's nice. lovely to work. Yeah, it's it is nice. Hey, that's the end, Nikki Britton, of <laughs> our silly little podcast <laughs> that is. I love so much. Mondays and Fridays are my favourite day of the week because I get to see your smiling face uh, and talk to you and be stupid. And then occasionally we get great mates like David Collins dropping by from the Umbilical Brothers uh, and it's filling me up. What an absolute treat. Yes, I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad I could be part of that. And anyone out there, I mean, just find what fills you up and just chase that down. Yes. Chase that down and grab it. And anything else, just completely forgive yourself. Radical yeah. self-forgiveness. Yeah. It's all we've got. Um, sweet, sweet, sweet angels. We love you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye. See you, David. Bye, David. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 